Hi, friends. Welcome to the Girl Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. And as always, I am excited and thrilled to be in your speakers today. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not, and this is your second time being here, this is episode two, and I appreciate you for allowing me to speak to you today. Now, before we get started, before we get down to the nitty gritty, I want to paint a picture for you because there's a lot that is going on and I need for you to get in a headspace so that when I take you where I'm going to take you, you have a clear idea of where we're going. So picture this, family acting kind of crazy. Your job is acting more so like see no pandemic, hear no pandemic, money looking kind of funny. People are on edge now more than ever before. And life in general is just seemingly harder. And I know you're probably stressed out or not. I mean, I can't speak for you. But either way it goes, there's no problem. Now you may be asking yourself, Janae, what? What do you mean there's no problem? There's problems all around us. Every time I look on the news, there's something going on. What do you mean there's no problem? 2020 is literally showing 2021 around. Like, are you, are you, are you for real? And again, I will say that it's no problem. See, if you listen to episode one on why God isn't answering your prayers, then we know that in life, offenses will come. We know that things will happen, but no matter what, God is still willing and able to answer you as long as you are living for him and not against him. Now, there's no denying that prayer works, but there are some extra things that when implemented will not only allow you to rest in assurance, but is one of the best things that you can do that will allow God to work eagerly on your behalf. Do you want to know what that is? Then keep listening because I'm excited to share. Welcome to the Grow Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. This podcast is the place where those who are withered come to bloom. Here, you will be empowered and encouraged with biblical, practical, and spiritual tools that will help you navigate life boldly, effortlessly, and fearlessly with Christ and for Christ. Hey friend, thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be speaking to you today through your speakers. It's always a joy to be with you. Now, if you're still here, that means that you want to know what that extra caramel drizzle is when it comes to God answering your prayers. But before we dive into that, let's do a quick recap of episode one. Now, in episode one, we delved into the reasons why God isn't answering your prayers, and we touched on the following truths. One. God will not override yours or someone else's free will. Two, we talked about how living in sin will cause static in your attempt to communicate with God and therefore he will not hear you. Three, praying the promises instead of the problems is key 
to seeing your prayers come to fruition and building your faith in God. And lastly, number four, the importance of not allowing unforgiveness, bitterness, toxic company, hypocrisy, divination, fornication, and more to take root in your heart or even entertain because doing so even just a little bit will cause your prayers to be hindered and blocked. Now that we've had a little refresher, we are fully equipped with the foundation and now we can dive into what that extra extra is when it comes to God receiving and answering our prayers. Again, taking into consideration that you are doing what you're supposed to do as it pertains to your relationship with Christ in all areas. The number one reason why God is ready to answer the prayers of the righteous is because of gratitude. When you truly pray and believe that God will work on your behalf or make provision for that particular situation that you've been praying about, you believe that you've received it and you know that he heard you, you will respond with a spirit of gratitude. Now, what should you do with all this gratitude? Praise him for it. When you believe that God has heard you, it's only right to give him thanks. Now, I know that can be easier said than done, and that's only because our flesh starts acting up. Remember, flesh is our default setting, the way we respond to things naturally. A quick attitude, the idolatry, envy, covetousness, self-admiration, fornication, all that. The flesh has to be tamed, and we can't tame it ourselves, but through the word of God. The way of Jesus does not come naturally. Having faith and trust in God doesn't come without fight from the enemy. So when we pray, we may find ourselves doubting, riddled with anxiety, pessimism, and even overthinking. When that happens, we have to get it together quick. The way to break free from that mentality is to not shut down and lose hope, but to stay in a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving when praying to God. The word says, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God and the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. And that's coming from Philippians chapter four, verses six through seven. And I read that from the Amplified Bible. All of these scriptures that I've referenced will be in the show notes below. However, I want to encourage you Do not be discouraged because it's normal for your flesh to respond negatively because it's in our nature to do things that are contrary to God rather than doing the things of God. This ultimately causes a conflict between two natures, though, spiritual and carnal. What does the Bible say about spirituality and carnality? 
while both are two natures that often wage war with one another. This is what Paul said in Romans. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am a creature of the flesh, worldly, self-reliant, carnal, and unspiritual, sold into slavery to sin and serving under its control. For I do not understand my own actions. I am baffled and bewildered by them. I do not practice what I want to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate and yielding to my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity. Now, if I habitually do what I do not want to do, that means I agree with the law, confessing that it is good, morally excellent. So now, if that is the case, then it is no longer I who do it, the disobedient thing which I despise, but the sin nature which lives in me. For I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my flesh, my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity. For the willingness to do good is present in me, but the doing of good is not. For the good that I want to do, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing that I do not want to do, I am no longer the one doing it. That is, it is not me that acts, but the sin nature which lives in me. So I find it to be the law of my inner self that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully delight in the law of God in my inner self with my new nature, but I see a different law and rule of action in the members of my body in its appetites and desires, waging war against the law of my mind and subduing me and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is within my members. Wretched and miserable man that I am, who will rescue me and set me free from this body of death, this corrupt, mortal existence. Thanks be to God for my deliverance through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then on the one hand, I myself with my mind serve the law of God, but on the other with my flesh, my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity, I serve the law of sin. Romans chapter seven, verses 14 through 25. And that's through the Amplified Virgin. Knowing that my innate desire is to respond with my own feelings and emotions towards said situation, I have to keep my flesh under subjection. The only way to do that is to thank him or show gratitude. Hey, lovely. I hope that this episode has empowered and encouraged you thus far. As you are listening, I want to offer you something that will be beneficial to your journey with Jesus. My book, Well-Watered Garden, a collection of poetry and quotes. This anticipated collection of poetry and quotes is a crawl through the valley of fear, doubt, and unbelief yet a blooming of love, understanding, knowledge, and wisdom in all its glory. This book contains the keys that will open the door to wholeness and restoration in the lives of those who read it. So I encourage you to purchase Well-Watered Garden, a collection of poetry and quotes 
available on Amazon in three formats, ebook, paperback, and hardcover. I know that this book will encourage and empower you to reach new heights in your faith walk and provide you with the tools to be whole in your relationships, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm excited for you to get your copy. You can find the direct link to purchase in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. Now, I want to dive a little bit deeper into what gratitude actually is. So, what is gratitude? Gratitude, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is described as the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. So, after you pray, the way to show God that you believe that he has answered you is through thanksgiving or gratitude. Think about it. There are some of us who have grown up with parents or guardians that didn't always keep their promises. When they said that they would do something for you, they may or may not have come through. So your response to them was probably nonchalant, or you may even still resent them for not being integral. But if you've ever been in a situation where you were promised something from someone you trust and or someone that you know hasn't given you a reason not to trust them, when they promised you something, you left that conversation with assurance. You left it trusting that they would do what they promised. You left with a spirit of expectation. The same analogy can be used to describe God. Remember, we mentioned in our first episode that it's imperative that we pray his promises and not our problems because his promises are just and true and he only moves on his word and nothing else. It's okay if we pray our problems, but we can't just keep it at that. We have to pray his promises. Back to the analogy, when said integral person promised you something, you may have responded with a big thank you, tears of joy, or words of appreciation. Again, the same applies to God. When you pray to him, believe that he will answer you and tell him how much you are grateful, how expectant you are, even if it feels forced or disingenuous. As Christians, we aren't moved by our emotions, but by the word of God. And the word of God says that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. So it doesn't matter how we feel or what we think we're feeling because we know that feelings lie. They fluctuate so much that you can get so caught up with your feelings that you are blinded by the truth. That's why we go with what the word says, and that's to praise him with thanksgiving and gratitude. Praise him even when your circumstances require something more than praise. Thank him when you feel like you can't, and take that as the unction from the Lord to continue to pray and thank him because those times when you feel like you can't pray is the time that you should because the enemy will do anything in his power to keep you from releasing your faith and trust in God through the necessary act of gratitude. As simple as that, friends, God really don't ask for a whole lot, but trust and obedience. And once you entrust your soul, which consists of your mind, will, and emotions, everything else will fall into place, I promise you. 
look at you making it to the end of the podcast. (laughs) But all jokes aside, I do appreciate you always and thank you for investing your time with me. But before I let you go, let's do a quick recap. Number one, gratitude is necessary when receiving an answer from the Lord. When you believe and trust that he will come through for you, praise him. Number two, don't be moved by your emotions. Feelings come and go, but the word of God, his promises last forever. Don't allow your emotions to dictate whether you show gratitude or not. The enemy will do everything in his power to hold your tongue from doing so, but don't give in. Praise him anyway. And going back to that, the flesh will cut up. It knows what it ought to do and will not do it. Remember, you cannot do this in your own strength. In other words, on your own. Trust him and do what he says regardless. That's how you grow in him. If you'd like to support this podcast ministry so that I can continue to create Christ-centered content, you can now support on Patreon. The link is in the show notes or through Cash App at Janae. J-A-N-A-E, Siobhan, S-C-H-V-O-N-N-E. If you'd like to receive a free copy of The Promises of God book, a book that has a myriad of scriptures on topics such as prayer, love, lust, friendship, relationships, etc., you can email me at growregardlesspodcast at gmail.com or at Grow Regardless Podcast on Instagram, and I'll ship that out to you. Again, it's not sponsored, but I believe that it will be an important tool in strengthening your faith in God. It is for me. Now, i like to give a special shout out to Love and Deliverance Ministries. If it wasn't for this ministry, this podcast would not exist. So if you would like to be encouraged in between podcast episodes, you can find them at loveanddeliveranceministries.com or follow them on YouTube and Facebook at Love and Deliverance Ministries. Be sure to share this episode with your friends. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, feel free to rate and leave a review. Remember, when the Lord begins to reveal you to you, don't harden your heart. Lord willing, I'll see you next Friday.